Encrypted transmission incoming. Authorization code 6, Bravo, Delta, Nordoff, 7, Niner. Secure uplink established. Tier 0 team en route to intercept target. Alright shitheads, tack up. We don't have much time, so let me cut to the chase. Target's name is Sean Edwards. We're moving on him now. This is not, I repeat, not gonna be a Sunday stroll with your sweetheart swinging in the summer breeze. We are expecting heavy resistance. This man is a highly trained, highly skilled deep state operative with tier zero credentials. Sean Edwards? I've never heard of him. He can't be all that tough. <laughs> <laughs> you think this is a joke, rookie? We're talking about call sign Megabyte. This is the same SOB who dodged George Soros' burner account in 21 during the third Info Wars. Sean Edwards, call sign Megabyte is the real deal. 60 seconds to draw. He knows how we think, how we move, and how we operate. This is the guy who body shamed Michael Chiklis for the Huffington Post. This guy was behind the JFK Jr. Resurrection livestream and made $3 million selling CBD lube in the comments section. He made the impossible possible. And now, he's gone rogue. Working for the deep state. Breaks my damn heart. Green light is on. Prepare for drop. Say again. Green light is on. Prepare for drop. I, I didn't know we were going after Megabyte. This is a goddamn suicide mission, Sarge. Remember your training. Post together, check your corners, and don't forget to like and subscribe. We are over the drop zone. Deep War. Go, go, go. Sarge, uh, you gotta hold tight. Do not retreat. Repeat, do not retreat. Maintain position. Air support is on its way. Air support is on its way. Hold tight. We're coming for you. Holy shit! Thank you the Mueller of KIA! He just got ratio worse than I've ever seen! It's almost like Megabyte knew we were coming! That's impossible, Sarge. The intel was patched over an encrypted channel. Say again. Hold your position. Air support is on its way. I'm hit! He just told me to do my own research and send me 30 infographics in seconds! My blue check is obliterated! I can't hold out! We're getting over us! Megabyte! Please! Think of your country! Why are you doing this? Funny thing about numbers, they don't lie. We tested your whole unit. Adrenochrome coursing through your veins. The Clintons turned you months ago. You're a traitor, a deep state dog, and it's time to put you down. Megabyte for Colonel Cohen. Do you copy? Loud and clear, Megabyte. What's your status? Mission complete. They're all taken care of. Copy that, Megabyte. Good work. Diamondback, take us out of here. You're listening to the 805 in Revolt podcast, Sigma Grindset for Life. Warning, 
This can be classified as manipulation. I've read Mao Zedong. I've read Karl Marx. I've read Lenin. Let's do push-ups together, man. They never stop thinking about new ways to harm our country and our people, and neither do we. What it do, baby? Forget it, you're a has-been. Everything eviscerated, thrown away. It's my turn. You're not that guy, pal. Trust me, you're not that guy. Hello, hello, hello. You are listening to the 805 and Revolt podcast. I'm your host, Ben Cohen. I am joined by... Sam Bean. And we have a very special guest in the, in the house. Prestigious, multi-hyphenate, uh, modern renaissance man. Friend of the show, Sean Edwards. Sean, introduce yourself. Hey, how's it going, everybody? Uh, Sean Edwards, fan of the show. Happy to be here. Well, we're happy to have you, uh, Nordoff Ranger, Fulton Street, member of the Fulton Street Cartel, uh, great guy, legendary guy. What a joy it is, what a pleasure it is, what an honor it is to have our first, not first ever guest, but first ever get. This is a big get This is for a us. get. This is what they call in the biz a get. I had to, I was emailing with Sean's agent for weeks. We were to talking to his up. guys, and his guys were talking to us, and we got the get. So, bag secured. Bag Package secured. secured. Call Package sign secured. Megabyte. Call in sign, the, yeah. In the drop. Call sign Megabyte is here. Sean, why don't you give the listeners, I'm sure a lot of people know who you are, know what you're about, but why don't you give uh, a quick, you know, bio update on who you are for the listeners who maybe don't know or aren't familiar with you? Well, everybody, I'm a uh, big on the 805 Revolt Discord, which is you know, led me straight here, fan of the show, incredibly happy to be here with these two gentlemen, these two geniuses, lifelong Whoa, friends. Hey. Whoa. Hey, 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 you know. Wise guys. Hey, wise guy over here. Anyway, hey. I'm a... Uh, you forgot the most important part. We're tier zero operators. Yeah, we're all... Tier, we, tier all came up, we all came up through the program together. We all, we all wrote for BuzzFeed. Around the same time. BuzzFeed, Business Insider, you know, mm-hmm. I, I did a bit writing for Teen Vogue. Yeah. Um, I write on Substack, as Barry Weiss. Um, but yeah, we, we've all, we've really been through it, you know, the first and second info wars. Precisely. You can, you can at Sam on Twitter, at Barry Weiss. Yeah, that's me. Please do. That's who I am. But, uh, I'm a you know. Proud bisexual Jewish woman. Precisely. Yeah. I'm a. As for me, I'm a part-time journalist, full-time pizza man, full-time friend. Pizza artisan. Well, you know, you said that, not me. Do you make Neapolitan-style pizza? Absolutely not, baby. We make American-style pizza. I make American pizza. Red-blooded, I like that. Speaking of Sean's pizza technique, uh, I stopped by the establishment that he works for, Side Pie, when they recently opened their brick-and-mortar shop. Brick-and-mortar. Yeah, brick-and-mortar. And we, I was chilling in the back uh, by the pizza oven, and I got a first-hand seat to see Sean, you know, flipping the pies, making the pie shapes with the dough. I mean, it was really impressive. I actually picked up a few tips, so thanks for that. That was good. Handmade pizza, just like a Domino's. Just like a Domino's, precisely, yeah. exactly that. Would you say your pizza's better than Domino's? Yeah, or, or what, Papa John's. It, where, do you, where do you stack amongst Papa John's, Domino's, Little Seizures? Where in, are you in the Pantheon? Because I've heard only good things. In terms of those guys, we can't hold a candle, you know what I mean? Those are the greats. I mean, look, look, as a ball player, are you going to 
talk about how you stack up to Michael Jordan. Only if you're LeBron and you make Space Jam 2 a new legacy, which, uh, a two thumbs down. I haven't seen it. I'm not LeBron. Um, yeah, you know, the only thing I can say is that there is, you know, one only good pizza, and unfortunately that is not not my pizza, not the restaurant I work for. I, I'm somewhat of a pizza apprentice, mm-hmm. but, uh, you know. Humility on this kid, huh? Yeah, Sean's being humble. Uh, I mean, I've humble. had the pie Stay hungry, side pie. Sigma grind set. Side Pie's pizza is really great. If you're in a, if you're in the Altadena area, go check it out. Go get a pizza from them because they really are, you know, make it with a lot of love and it really tastes great. So, shouts out to the whole Side Pie crew. Shouts out to the family. Mazel tov, salud. All right. Well, All right. Sean, uh, great, great to have you here. So let's get let's get into it. I know we uh, something that's been in the news in the past week or so has been the the congressional hearings on the Capitol riot on January sixth. The attack. You, on democracy. The terrorist attacks. The Something that's analogous to the Battle of Antietam, not only in its carnage, but in its existential weight. It's basically 9-11 on human growth hormone. The January 6th massacre. Well, I think everyone who's listening has an idea of what happened on January 6th at the Capitol, but... Yeah, what are, it's called a good time. <laughs> what are it's you called guys? a fucking party. Wake up, nerds. What are what are some of your guys' takeaways from the the hearings that have been recently happening, Mr. Edwards? Well, you know, everyone's had their time to speculate and you know opine about what they think and feel about January sixth. But recently, we got to hear from the source, didn't we, gentlemen? What it was really like, boys in blue, on the ground when the beaches were stormed. Yeah, blue lives matter, brother. Really, and when the Rubicon was crossed. Yeah, when the, Reichstag when the guy put those feet on that desk. When the Reichstag <laughs> burned, yeah. uh, we, we can say. And you know, from my perspective, I listened to an- the wonderful Anderson Cooper. Friend of the show. Friend of the show of AC360s, mm-hmm. you know, Anderson Cooper of AC360, 60 Minutes fame. Uh, Silver Fox. Precisely. Muscle Twink. Hot yeah. guy, <laughs> yeah. Um, doesn't age. The kid doesn't age. Anyway, I listened to his podcast. I think there's something really great in the beginning that that he did, where he referred to all of the folks on the right side of the political spectrum, not by their names or their titles, but just as liar, oh. which I thought was a fantastic showmanship on his part. Yeah, really, that's, really that's a, milking that. Yeah. Fantastic. Um, the next thing is they played a lot of the you know the interviews. In their entirety, and there were some weeping policemen on on there. And These were policemen going before a uh, House Investigations Committee, correct? Correct. Of correct. all Democrats, plus Liz Cheney, I believe. <laughs> yeah, plus plus our girl Liz. Yeah, uh, Dick Cheney's um, last Horcruxes, <laughs> as the Congresswoman from the great state of Wyoming, the Cowboy State, first state to give women the right to vote, also known as the Equality State. So that's what we're talking about, right? We're talking about Capitol Police officers before. House Democrats, letting it all hang out. What were, what were they talking about? Well, they're really going into how it felt on the ground, the emotional, yes. you know, carnage that Fun. went down. Good, good, very good stuff. And really, nothing gets me going more than a, a policeman fearing for their life, you know, and then talking about it afterwards. Yeah, it's a really fantastic display. And there's one guy; he's got a big tattoo on his neck. He was the one who slammed on his fist, his fist on the desk, and said it was disgraceful. 
the way that people try to downplay, uh, you know, the insurrection as, you know, little more than, you know, some good fun amongst the gentlemen. A rowdy protest is and, really what it was. Right, and it really gave me... Actuality. It really gave me... Um, Bosnian Croat war criminal drinking poison on the floor of the UN <laughs> vibes. I was really waiting for. What's that guy's name? Like Slobodan? Slobodan Project? Yeah, yeah. He's the one who they said he gave the order to blow up the bridge, right? At Mostar? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Swiggin, he took a little. He, yeah, drink. Yeah, smoke. He's <laughs> <laughs> off the yak. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mindset. Who was that one cop who had the thick Baltimore accent? Oh and my was god, like, that was so awesome. We, uh, dude, it was freaking disgraceful. I was like, there was two, maybe 200 guys coming up with MAGA flags, dude. Disgraceful. Well, yeah, I mean, I remember my initial reaction. I was at work. I was with uh, with my coworkers, and one of them was like, holy crap, there's like, they're like storming the Capitol. Like, look at this live stream. Look at like the 200 different live streams of things you can watch on the, of yeah. them doing it. And I, I just, I, my initial reaction in the moment was just to laugh. I was just like, this is ridiculous. This is farce. Yeah. And, and it was it, awesome. The Viking guy, it was, was the leader of the protest, was a, a horned, like, we looked like Max from Where the Wild Things. Yeah. It was awesome. It was pretty cool. In its entirety, it was awesome. I mean, it was, like, awe-inspiring is what you mean. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It was it, inspiring. It, it was, like, mind-blowing. I mean, I think that the, the crux of, of this, I believe, in terms of, like, its actual relevance Aside from you know how it's blind and proportionary, whatever you feel about it, is the fact that I think everyone knows if it, this was a group of you know Antifa soldiers storming the Capitol, everybody and their mother would find a way to explain it away about how it was the right thing to do. Every certainly everybody in like the the circles we run in. Precisely, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I'm not saying it was the wrong thing to do. I think it was the right thing to do. I'm upset that you know. My, my side didn't think of it fucking first. It was that easy. I mean, it was honestly like democracy in action when I watched it. I didn't agree with what the people were saying totally. I do think there are some questions about how this election was conducted, sending all those ballots out to people without asking them, you know? Sending them to dead people, to the wrong address. Like, just blasting ballots out. A little sus. And I think you have a right to protest. And they, maybe it went a little too far. Maybe Trump stirred them up a little too much. But, um, no, I, I think you're right. I think not comparable to 9-11 as many people in the news media and the police officers themselves have like tried to make a correlation between this and Pearl Harbor as well, I heard, which is like, you know, all those men being entombed alive in a battleship comparing that to like, I mean, people died, but it was from like heart failures and stuff because they got like bear maced. Ashley Babbitt was killed by a police officer, yeah. but all the people who were anti-police are now like the brave men and women at the Capitol yeah. shooting unarmed women. I think a veteran of the Air Force 14 years served a country and got gunned down in, their, in her nation's capital. It's a little sus. Going back to what that's, that's all uh, really great points you made. Sam. Do your own research. I, yeah, do your own research. I think going back to what you were saying, Sean, <laughs> about how oh, like if it was uh, the other side of the political spectrum holding this uh, this rally there, I don't think it would have you know, it wouldn't have just like been a, a spin issue and trying to explain it in a different way. It just would never have happened. Like it, you know, all of these the organization for these rallies was happening online in spaces that obviously intelligence agencies are monitoring and keeping tabs on. They knew this was going to happen. It was widely publicly publicized. I mean, all the people. It's not like all the people that were at the rally were you know tier zero. You know. 
encrypted back channels using signal to organize this stuff. No, it was all the organiz the organizing for this rally was all happening in the open and Capitol Police and the intelligence agencies knew it was gonna happen and they let it and they were not prepared to I don't for whatever reason for a conspiracy just ineptitude probably both. Yeah, it's but usually a little of both. It's a little a bit of both, but it was allowed to happen, and then totally in the in the retrospect to frame it as this incredibly like brazen attack on the U.S. Constitution. It's like yes, we obviously like in the same vein that those dudes in Michigan were planning to, you know, kidnap the governor or whatever. And, like, Psyop. Yeah, like federal agents in Michigan. Planning but it's like yeah. yeah, but it's like obviously there was those type of dudes. Like there was the zip tie dude who there's these like a, a you know small affinity groups of sketchy dudes that were there obviously among the wider crowd of just like people taking selfies and shit you know it's like yeah it's, like like senior citizens like yeah. staggering around like not yeah. knowing where they I mean, are i think going back to what you said ben that's where i actually would draw the comparison to 9-11 in the fact that it was allowed to happen yeah the intelligence community knew and it was you know allowed to happen so and they can uh, get more funding. Exactly. Yeah, I've been to Trump rallies. I went. I was at a Trump rally in Arizona. Right, or, yeah, Arizona, in Tucson, Arizona, at the Tucson airport, right before the man had the election stolen out from under him. Sorry, I mean, right before he lost the election, rightfully <laughs> yeah, so. Super fairly. Just like no questions to ask about electoral politics in American history. No. Zero it, questions. It, it's always, it's it's always, always been worked out. On the really lock. Yeah. <laughs> super tight. Yeah, it's never been an issue. Right, you just ask, a, you know... Al Gore in Florida, yeah, Al baby. Al Gore is like, no, yeah, this is great. Yeah. I made the movie where I was in the scissor list. <laughs> it works I like, really I'm well. really happy. It's always worked. Yeah. There's never been any questions. But, yeah, I've been to the rallies. A lot of those people, they're they're good people. And I'm sure a lot of those people flew out to the Capitol. And they a lot of them just are confused. Yeah, it, generally, no at the Trump rally, everyone was confused. The infrastructure was insane. It was 150 fucking degrees in Tucson on a blacktop at an airport. They ran out of water. I saw nine people get, like, pretty much drop of heat exhaustion, get carried out in stretchers. There was, like, five ambulances just waiting outside of the place. You know, Donnie Deals himself showed up 45 minutes late, came out to Macho Man, talked for 15 minutes, and bounced out of there on Air Force One. You know what I mean? Alpha mindset. It's all a sideshow, which is precisely what that thing was at the Capitol. Another point, just quickly, is that there was this one guy who was talking about how he heard his, you know, his his like fellow officer coughing because of the CS gas that was filling the air, which is just so fucking amazing because they shot that CS gas themselves. And talking about how afraid they were when there was a little bit of gas in the air and a couple hundred like MAGA lunatics like running at him. And like compare that to like I was in Portland during a lot during the federal occupation of Portland, and I've seen 400 fatigued out federal troops coming out with guns in from a cloud of CS gas, and it's like look if those cops were scared by a couple of MAGA dudes, then I mean there's like a million 17 year olds in Portland who should probably be recruited for the Green Berets right now because <laughs> they have nerves of steel compared to the Capitol policemen. Yeah, boys in blue, dude. What are you going to do? You know? Crocodile tears from the boys in blue. 
I mean, it was probably pretty gnarly. I'm not. No, I mean, it's not to completely dissuade it. It's just like sure, it was gnarly. It's just not comparable to 9/11. <laughs> I know that's the thing I can't get over. Or Pearl Harbor. <laughs> yeah. That that one's crazy. Like the Japanese Empire launching a massive sneak attack on an American naval base, trying to like cripple the Pacific Fleet. It's comparable with the guy like reading Pelosi's mail. What was your? I mean, what? what? Were, like, <laughs> that, yeah. To, to have like an educated adult on television saying that to presumptively right. millions of other, I, I, someone on MSNBC, one of their experts said that. It's incredible. At the same security, time, security experts, some like guy with a buzz cut from an American flag in Virginia, over Skype was like, "Yeah, you know, Laura, this is, uh, I mean, a lot like Pearl Harbor. It's <laughs> tantamount to Pearl Harbor." It's like, wait, this guy went to school. Yeah. Uh, I mean, didn't I Mr. Hoy, I guess? Where I were you guys? On, like, what what were your initial memories? Like, what was your first reaction? I was reaction? like, dab on him. This is swag. Bass. Goaded. That's exactly what I said when I saw it. And then I went into my room and, you know. Made some mayo? No. Made some mayo. Just hung. Just hung out with my good, friend. Good. All my friends in my room. Have you met them? <laughs> Hundreds of them. Yeah, I was I a, just said goaded, dude. Then I dabbed. I was in my parents' living room. And uh, my, my mom had come back from work and was, you know, about to go to work again. And we were kind of in this weird liminal space where everyone was standing up in the living room looking at the news on the TV. And I was, I got really excited. Uh, I don't know. It was, just this, it was this hilarious. wave of excitement and energy Shami filled my, my body, really, yeah. you know? It was just like a... Antifa psyop agent. <laughs> it was yeah. just amazing to watch in general, you know? And I think I called Sam pretty much directly. We hung out like that after. night. We hung out that night. Because yeah. I was like writing... I got inspired to write some future fanfic where Kamala and Kid Rock have like a lightsaber duel on the steps of the Capitol. Because that's like what it was watching. It was like, this is awesome. Yeah, and then Trump with the message, "You're very special. We love you very much." Like it was, just like, a, it was like he made a cameo video for yeah. his. <laughs> Jason, like he made a cameo video for his supporters. Jason, we heard we heard you just got confirmed into the Catholic Church. We're very proud of you. Your family loves you. You chose Saint Francis, great saint, Jason. Tremendous. I can't wait until he gets on Cameo. Oh, yeah. I will pay anything. What do you think the going rate when once Trump is on the on the Cameo app? For those who don't know, Cameo is an app where you can pay like C D list celebrities. C list. You can Z, pay like Hard Rock lo- Nick. Yeah, you can. He's <laughs> not a anyone, celebrity. He's just a sexual predator from Glendale. Basically, <laughs> anyone can make a Cameo app and like charge people whatever amount of money they want to make personalized videos. So it can be like birthday cello, shout outs. Like, but what? So that's the... Oh, yeah, like, right. congratulations on your anniversary, like, yeah. Chet Hanks. Yeah, like, exactly. No. Chet Hanks is two ninety nine for a shout-out. I'm calling Trump comes in, seventy nine ninety nine. If he put himself on Cameo for seventy nine ninety nine, can you imagine how much money that makes? I got better, I got better. forty four ninety nine because he's 45. Oh! Whoa. <laughs> but there's no way... My I mean, still... Still my president. That's a pretty good deal, though. I mean, seven like forty nine or seventy nine for a video from Trump. Trump that I mean, I would. I mean, that's a steal. That's a great deal. So yeah. I think you would have to go a little higher. I think it's going to be point two five seconds no, long. Like, he's going to say your name. No, that's he's it. Gonna, he's going to tape one message and then they'll just put names over it. <laughs> yeah. and be like, listen, we heard great things about you, Mallory. You are such a wonderful person, and you support us. I support you, Mallory. 
It'll be great, dude. <laughs> Better than Chet Hanks. Two nine. How much? Three hundred dollars. Two hundred and ninety nine dollars for a personal shout out. How Chet long Hanks. was it? How long is this shout out though? He'll go for a little bit and he'll say whatever you want. Yeah. I saw an amazing one of someone inviting the groomsmen to their wedding, and also like you know, obviously there's probably about like five or six groomsmen I reckon at a regular wedding. Maybe a little less, maybe four. Yeah. So I mean. This guy spent like at least a thousand bucks to invite his upwards. boys to his destination wedding in Hawaii. Oh man! And it with Chet ruled. Hanks. Yeah. And Chet Hanks started off. He was like, "What the fuck is up with you, Alex?" Like all <laughs> mad. Yeah. And then like broke, and he's like, "Nah, bro, you're going to Ben's wedding on Kauai, bro." And it was fantastic. That's so it. awesome. Good for him, dude. Chet Hanks. So it's a it's a. White boy summer. You know, to think that he became such a great young man with a father who's a satanic pedophile. It's like, you know, anything is possible. Anything is possible. Anything is possible. I mean, have we talked about Tom Hanks at all on this show? Yeah, we, before you came on, I've, I've made it very clear, and I will make it very clear again. He's a satanic pedophile in league with Moloch in the deep state. And, um, you know, I mean, it doesn't mean I can't enjoy Forrest Gump when it's on, because it's always on 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Just like uh, Don't Stop Believing My Journey is always on the radio. You can always watch Forrest Gump on cable TV. It's pretty incredible that Chet turned out the way he is with a satanic father. Like, yeah, the as, one a, he as I a mean, good, moral, American, great, yeah. hardworking man. I mean, also compared Entrepreneur. to Colin. Ugh, are you kidding me? Yeah, well, oh. he, that kid went to Thatcher. Oh, right? really? So he's fucked in the head. No disrespect. He but has also, a brand of handkerchiefs that he sells. That's what his. Fantastic. That's what he does. Colin. That's that's. Look. That's viciously evil. Tom yeah. Hanks, the that fucking volleyball, is thirty feet away from him. He could have got it. He could have. He, yeah. he, he, he didn't even try. He let his friend go. But sharks. I, I suppose sharks. Because they're in the Indian Ocean. Yeah. I've okay, said this. Okay, I've okay. said this on on online, but I'm gonna pose this question. What's the point? You know, on the pod, why does Tom Hanks like cosplaying World War II so much? He loves it. He Saving really Private Ryan, Bandit Brothers, he produced, and what's the submarine one? The submarine one, which is the lamest thing. It's yeah. like a submarine movie. It's not you even know, a submarine. It's just a regular regular ship. The only submarine movie I like is Crimson Tide with Gene Hackman because James Gandolfini is in it, Tony Soprano, but um, and Viggo Mortensen's in it too. And, Shouts uh, Vigo. And um, Denzel Washington. That's a good movie, Crimson Tide. I mean, it's not. Because submarine movies can't be good. It's boring. What yeah. a drama, though, in that sub. Yeah, but it's just gross. It's sweaty. And the like... sub guys on you in the Navy were the creepiest, cringiest, I mean, no disrespect, but very, very nasty people. So, well, Tom Hanks, what was the submarine movie called? I couldn't tell Grey, you. Greyhound. Grey Wolf. Fucking bullshit. I don't know. Yeah. He loves World War Two. He likes to dress up. You know? Greatest generation, dude. He likes to, you know, have a go at it. Do a World War Two stuff. Baby boomer mindset. You That's know what I'm... total boomer, boomer mindset. If you're reading books and you're over 50 years old, it better be a World War Two history book you bought for $6 at Costco. Otherwise, you're not really reading. You're or reading the Barnes lies. and Noble bargain section. Yeah, hell yeah. About Winston Churchill or like the Battle of the Bulge. And then you use metaphors. I mean, those guys, it's pretty incredible what they did. <laughs> I mean, they were they were younger than you, Ben. They, I mean, they those guys, they just went over there and just, you know. 17 years old from Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah. From Springfield, Missouri. It's just, like, just going across the ocean? Can you imagine what that must have been like? Can you imagine? At your age! Even younger! 
I'm just like, fight for the freedom of this country. Yeah. Yeah, and then you use the metaphors to explain things to your wife. You're like, oh no, me and the neighbor's dog stealing the paper. It's like the Battle of Britain. We just gotta hold him off long enough for the Americans, the dog catchers, to get involved, and they'll catch that little rat and euthanize him. So awesome. Right, right. That's what you say to your wife, and then she's like, "Who are you? Leave my property." And you're like, okay, honey, I'll be back later. Shouts out Battle of Britain. My grandfather was born during the Blitzkrieg. Hell yeah! In the hospital. Shouts out the Royal Air Force. Yeah, the RAF, baby. Good stock. Shout out the Allied Powers, dude. It's been, it's been, hey, I'm watching the Olympics. I'm like, can't root against the Allied power. Britain went I see one, Britain, two. I see France. I see Russian Olympic Committee, which is the Russians who didn't blood dope, I guess. And I'm I see confused the, about that. I see the stars and bars. I'm like, hey, I know who I'm rooting for. That's right. Yeah. Absolutely. I see Greece out there, Allied power, Australia. Greece just New Zealand. a shit on the United States in... Water polo, hey. I like great play out of those Greek gentlemen. I mean, they they Hellenic took apart heroes, yeah. they took apart the U.S. team like they were a bunch of kids. As someone who played water polo in America, I'll tell you. And Sean, you played at the collegiate level. You played above us. We're all attitude era veterans here. We're all real Rangers. Water real. polo. We played under Marty. Absolutely. We played under Peter Hickok. Some of us in the shallow end. No one had our fucking backs. If you're one of these kids who played under Jermaine and you want to fucking talk shit, first off, all you guys are going to get kicked out of the Orange, the Fullerton Fire Academy for jerking off too much. You all fucking suck. I, I, those, that generation has no respect for a legacy that no the respect. Dutter Brothers and the Whitman Dynasty and the Thatcher clan fucking built into the foundations of that pool. And they painted over the Poseidon mural wow. like a bunch of heathens. They painted over Poseidon? Yeah, I was driving by the pool and I saw the that. The puddle? Oh, my. That is... I did not know that, into blood, Just a big, uh, formless Nordoff logo. Brother, I did Painless. not know that. And just I'm, soulless. That is... That's my, breaking news. That's paving paradise? That's just putting up a parking lot. Yeah. <laughs> that's big yellow taxi. Next thing, they're going to paint over the, uh, you know, the silhouette of Munson. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Erasing history. Erasing, erasing That's music. Mr. Music. Oh. Sorry. I mean, Munson could have silhouettes. I haven't been there. I Speaking of Mr. Munson, music, bigger respect. You want to hear my favorite uh, Dave Munson story? I yeah. was doing. Dave I Munson, had, CIA. <laughs> you no, know, this. He's an op. He was an op. He's an op, brother. Slacks. Because listen to this, guys. This, I'm not joking. Sweat. I'm not joking. This is a 100% true story. I was, no pores. I, I missed no. a I missed an uh, English test for uh, Greg or fuck Mr. Paddock's class, and so I had Shorts to go. Yeah, I had to go make it up at lunchtime, <laughs> and so I went into his classroom, and I was like, "Oh, I'm ready for the test." Like he's like, "Oh, go into the other side of the classroom or across the door, yeah, and there'll be it's like an empty room. You can take the test in there." So I go through the door to lead into the empty classroom. It was just like a, it wasn't filled up with any space. There was no actual class going on there. It was just kind of storage space. There was wrestling mats in there. So I go into the room and I just look over and I see there's no one else in the room except for Dave Munson. And he's sitting right by the window with a walkie talkie in his hand and binoculars in, in his <laughs> the other hand. And he's sitting in a chair yeah, right man. by the windows looking at, looking at some, like looking at people through the, through the binoculars, just like out the window. And he's like, yeah, can you smell something over there? Like, go check out, like, 
<laughs> go check out if you can smell <laughs> some pot or anything I, over by the lockers. We're talking about the uh, vice principal of Nordoff High School. <laughs> he was planning a sting operation yeah, during on, lunchtime. On dude. children. Yeah. <laughs> on kids. Yeah. On, on children. He's supposed to be educating. That shit was amazing. Well, he, was, he was an administrator. Uh, yeah, yeah, precisely. He, I got sent to his office for saying 9-11 was an inside job one time <laughs> by Mr. Sloniker. <laughs> who we've talked about on the show before. Yeah. Yeah, we don't need to go into this. Slon dog. Stiff necked. Stiff neck. Oh my god. Yeah, okay. I um, actually, folks, why don't you, um, we're gonna, we're gonna move on and we're gonna talk a little, we're gonna talk faith on the show. We're gonna talk, you know, Man's got to have a country, right? We're all proud to be Americans. Watching the Olympics, watching what happened January 6th, and our our brave legislators standing ground and defending democracy and certifying the election and getting rid of uh, creepy, sleepy Don, the orange man, and putting in Joe Biden, a legendary patriot, right? We all love our country. We all love Joe Biden. We love Joe Biden. We love, we love Joe, Joe Biden. You go, you get a crop cake, and you see a big Indonesian fellow, you think... God, man, they, I didn't know they made them that big. And your pop, you with your pops, you go and you go ride in a golf cart. And you go on down to the Veterans of Foreign Wars and you shake hands and eat a pancake breakfast, man. Alright, we love you, Joe. We love America. We love our country, but we also love our God. And who is America's God? Well, I'm going to let an expert... We're going to go to the audio. We have some breaking, biblical, mind-blowing audio from a, uh, an American pastor, blue-collar pastor. Here he is. Here's a good question for you. If God takes it from you tomorrow, are you okay? If not, you found identity in it. And if you found identity in it, it's become your idol. Because you look like what you worship. What did God keep calling the Israelites? He kept calling them, you stiff-necked. That's a weird name. You stiff-necked, stubborn-hearted. Like, right? He kept saying it over and over. Well, what was stiff-necked? The idols they worshipped. You look like the idols you worshipped. Right? So, I want to look like Jesus. Yeah. So the more I worship him, I look like him. So look, I, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to worship ministry or my way or my ministry. I want, I want to let go. I want to worship God, and then He will steward ministry through me. Yeah. So that clip is honestly, there's a lot, there's a lot to talk about. So let's unpack that. Well, for those of you who obviously didn't see the clip, it's a man. A ponytailed man. Gold he's chain. Yeah, he's probably 35, maybe a little younger, but around that age, mid 30s. Looks like Orange County surfer guy. Yeah, he looks Gen really X, sick. Big Gen X vibes. Yeah, he's got a gold chain. He's Drip. got a ponytail. No, no. He's got a. He's got a gold chain. Gold chain, and he has he has. It's not like a full ponytail. It's kind of a messy bun. Messy low bun. Key. In- intentionally though. Yeah, he's got yeah, and totally intentionally. He's got a little five Ty- o'clock tight shadow. Tight V neck. Yeah, tight V neck. All drab. All drab. Some oh, yeah. bracelets that probably say things like faith and charity. And on he's them. interjecting. I mean, he's so like the body language that he is presenting during this alpha. thing. Pure it, alpha. Pure alpha. Pure not alpha. Pure alpha. Not sigma. Pure alpha. Pure because alpha. he's he's in the the hierarchy. He's yeah. he's commanding his attention. He's playing by the rules. He's playing by the rules. But he it's like he pauses for emphasis on like the most ridiculous shit. He's also like I feel like he's definitely coked out or something. <laughs> no, he's, he's like he's like wiping his nose. Ah, wiping his yeah. nose. 
Look, if you ever been around someone who's doing a lot of cocaine, that's what they do. Like well, what this guy's doing, that's that's what they Tell-tale do. Telltale signs of somebody who's been hitting uh, the slopes. It's what we call in the poker business a tell. Yeah, it's what in, in bar rescue we call a giveaway. Um, but this is a video where he also has his congregates, his acolytes, are just in awe. Yeah, they're just blown away. And he, when he says, out "What he says, you stiff-necked." You just, he gets angry. Yeah, he's pissed off. What does he mean by stiff neck, though? Someone he's talking about like the statues, like of pagan gods, your idols. Before you came to monotheism, you stiff necked, stubborn people. Big anti-Semitic vibes. Am I right, Ben? Yeah, I don't. I, would, I don't know if I would say big because I'm sure there's much more anti-Semitic things that can be said. It's That's more true. of a more I, of a more of a dog whistle. It's more of just like a impl, the implications in the, what were the Israelites stiff-necked, you and stubborn, stubborn. It's, it's the way his voice changes yeah. from like woe to like visceral anger. And if you watch the video, his face like gives like a Grinch like twist up. And I, I don't want to be like that. Uh, that archetype of like the uh, goyim or whatever white ally who's like over concerned and like sees racism where black people don't see it you know those people who are like the white person who goes up to a black guy and is like isn't that terrible I don't want to be that guy so if I'm no, overstepping you're not, you're not. if I'm overstepping I apologize but no, when I saw no. that I was like this is not a room a Jewish person would feel comfortable in. No. <laughs> no. Like, it's like gnarly like mega church energy. I probably would be asked to leave. I think I might even be asked to <laughs> I think we all might As be asked Sean to leave. Sean is a practicing atheist. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Are you agnostic now? I mean, I... That, did, you, did you take the, the fire out of your belly? It, did you quit? Yeah. Yeah. Look, like, yeah. at one point... You <laughs> stiff neck. <laughs> what did God keep calling the atheists? You stiff-necked posters. Look, look Sam, we... Going on Facebook. We look... Commenting on Ojai Valley Church of Living <laughs> Christ posts that God is dead, Sean Madu, when he was 12. Look, I've had... You know, I did some time in the internet in, atheism you, trenches. <laughs> look, I did, I did my time. You were a commissioned officer in the online atheist army. I, I found myself some, you know... Some unsavory allies at times. Some <laughs> shadow strange figures. places. We you crawled and, out. Well, you and Will Looker worked to, in tandem on many a Ojai religion arguments on in many. Like 2010. Uh, yes, and it was an unprecedented a sort of alliance. It was. It, I mean, Will, let's be real here. Will Looker and I have always had a sort of unprecedented alliance. There was kindred spirits. He, well, he, he, he's he, always been he's fascinated an ally by of you. mine. Well, be careful who you get in bed with. Because let me tell you something about Wilker. One of the most dangerous operators to ever walk yeah. the earth. Trust me. Here's a guy who can pull off an op that it boggles the mind. Here's a guy who can rewrite reality. Right. And I'm just saying, Will doesn't have... You're not his ally. He's interested in you. He's using That's you. how it is for me, too. He could, <laughs> he, could, he could wipe me out with a thought. Right, But right, as right. long as I'm useful to his... He's the guy who's going to bring out the deep state if no one else yeah. does. Look, this one time... I God bless, you, God bless Will Looker. God bless Will Looker. I think online atheism. I think you all remember when my phone was stolen from Nordoff, and it was a yes. big question. Your, your freshman year, my freshman year in high school, and Jeep and I were assigned to the case I, as writers for the Nordoff NHS Ranger. Precisely, I enlisted the help of two investigative journalists. Mm-hmm. Couldn't turn up anything. We were we were we, dry. we were we were called Woodward and Cumstain. Precisely, <laughs> it was a cold case. 
<laughs> all of funny. a sudden. Yeah. Woodward I, and Cumstain. It's like Woodward and Bernstein. Exactly. But a month later, I was walking through the open air mall of Pasea Nuevo with my grandmother. Having a nice stroll. It was about evening time. I had just gotten a Wetzel's pretzel with the cheese sauce. In Santa Barbara. In Santa so Barbara. So not no high. Not no high. You're out of you're out of your element. Out of my element. Right. Open air mall, San Nuevo. Dusk. I'm with my grandmother. Pretzel. Dipping it in cheese as we walk out. Phone. The mall. Phone still missing. Phones. I didn't have. A, I did not have a cell phone. No way. He so was off the grid. He's off is the grid. How, how are you going to listen? 2011. To, how are you going to listen to Candy Shop by Fifty Cent? Right. I, I was loved. I was not listening to Prom Queen by Lil Wayne. I was doing none of the sorts. Yeah. Mrs. Officer. <laughs> All of a sudden, I hear, "Hey, Sean." And I'm startled, admittedly. My grandmother is startled. She has no idea what's going on. And out of the shadows where previously nobody was standing, materializes Will Looker. Was he wearing his neon green flannel? Uh, no, he was wearing a, I remember this distinctly, he was wearing an oversized pro club black hoodie. That's, nice. I mean, classic tactical gear. Right. Tactic. I think every operator, every operator has at one point worn one of those. Dickie shorts, Jansport backpack. Oh, Gray Jansport backpack. Oh, yeah. He's tacked up. I'm with my grandma, and he's like, he's hey. Ready for a hop, dude. Yeah. He's like, hey, come over here. I need to talk to you. And I just, I mean, it, it was like some kind of, mind. I just went over there. You know, I, just yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, okay. hey, grandma, wait up for a second. I gotta go talk to this guy. <laughs> Your fourteen-year-old grandson, what the fuck is going on? I walk over yeah, to. You him. were but a freshman. I was but a freshman. People are still calling still you gooch. Yeah, still yeah I was behind the ears. I was the gooch. Um, AKA Megabyte. AKA Megabyte. And uh, and Will takes me aside and he's like, "I know who has your phone. Don't go looking for it." And gone. <laughs> <laughs> vanishes. <laughs> That's an omen, dude. Yeah, <laughs> it was crazy. That's what I'm saying. He sees the unseen, and yeah. he makes the unmade. That's a real. That's tier negative one operator. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I would have ever was a tier negative one. Yeah, one of the most elite operators of all time. But anyways, back to this this Christian sermon. And and Sean's an atheist. Ben's Jewish. I'm like, I guess I, I'm fallen Catholic, like fallen Paladin D and D. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm lapsed for for yeah. certain, you know. You get church sometimes. Barely ever, not nearly not. But anyways, none of us are what this guy is. No, none of us are. This is like the most prominent type of religion in America. It's growing in it's numbers. Like the Hillsong vibes. Certainly post recession, yeah. post pandemic. Yeah. These churches are going to have a lot more foot traffic. It's in big the door. Calvary vibes. Yeah. Or, yeah. You know. Um, Me- it's mega mega church. Right. 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 It's, it's almost like surf preacher vibes. Yeah. Too. It's like all big the preachers time. look like Justin Bieber on steroids. Yeah. It's like got, like kickflips for Christ vibes. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Like guy who plays beanie bag with his youth congregation vibes. Right. Ohio's had a few of those characters. Yes. We have. One of them obviously taught at our school. Then there was that one uh, big fool who hit Jeep with his car. Right, uh, yo, yeah. but he w- ended up coaching volleyball. Yeah, girls volleyball. Yeah, he like just ran over Jeep <laughs> and then just dipped. Out. He dipped out. He was like, he was like, hey, are you all right? Okay, good. And then just Jeep was dipped. definitely concussed, and he just no. He came to school the next day. It was like a mess. Yeah, yeah he got hit by a car. Jeep's a mess. Right in front of the uh, right in front of the theater. Yeah, it was brutal, dude. Jeep's Jeep's a tough guy, and uh, if you're wondering where Jeep has been on the last few episodes, I talked to him yesterday. 
he is on a oil platform in international waters, somewhere between Alaska and God knows where. So little mix up he got on the wrong plane but uh he's bunkered down and he's enjoying himself he's uh, been catching up on uh, the queen's gambit so he's like he's having a good time but he'll be back on the show soon he'll be back we expect a uh, jeep in the next few weeks so anyways ben what else is uh, on our uh, docket here well but also remember keep your neck loose before yeah, we, yeah. don't be stiff neck you look like the idols you worship yeah yeah you are i want to look like jesus <laughs> All right, what's next? I want to look like Chet Hanks, baby. Well, folks, it's the summer of 2021. It's just turned into the month of August, and you know what that means. It's time for a t-shirt roundup. I don't know what that has to do with summer, but it's time for a t-shirt roundup. And so I've culled the cream of the tr- crop from Etsy, from Amazon, from your cousin's garage sale, and I have some great photos of these t-shirts, and we're going to show these to Sean, and we're going to get his read on them. We're going to get him to describe them for us and see what he thinks. So, here we go. First one. Re- describe what you see. All right, so I see a kneeling, looks like a crusader-type knight with a red cross emblazoned on a white tunic over armor. There's blood all over the sword and all over the knight. The text reads, The devil saw me with my head down and thought he'd won until I said, Amen. Now this is an incredible shirt. This is a shirt for a true God-fearing American patriot. I Um, bet there was probably one or two of those at the Capitol. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. There was probably a battalion. There's a lot of implications in this shirt. Can I see see it again? Uh, Yeah, here it is. Oh, beautiful. Yeah, it's the, it's tasteful. The first, very tasteful. The word that comes to mind is like, elegant. Right. And, and the, the first implication being that this... That's, sorry, that's the male equivalent of like a nice, cute, floral sundress. Right, I agree. <laughs> yeah. And, like, I mean, that's a man's sundress. The implication right. here being that this, this crusader knight has just slaughtered, you know, an innocent, an innocent village of infidels in the Iberian Peninsula. But God... <laughs> So the devil saw him with his head down and was like, oh, he's sad. I won. Right. And he's like, hey, man, I'm just praying. I'm just praying because I killed all these motherfuckers. Yeah. Like, I, I got him. <laughs> Deus vault. Deus vault. Yeah, gotcha. Because presumably the devil can't see that he's won. The well, devil... he's wearing a helmet, too. So he right, can't right. read his, his body language. So the, the devil, devil can the see. The devil's very good at reading body language. Right. The because... devil can see his heads down, but the devil can't see what surrounds him which would be you know this guy's the, the body's not of innocent stiff. people yeah yeah he, well, he can't see his neck because it's under chain metal yeah right so he's right. like is he stiff-necked <laughs> is he loose-necked which idols does he worship yeah yeah because you can't see what he looks like so you don't know who you, you don't know if he worships at all precisely which brings about under the helmet he probably looks like jesus right, exactly exactly which whoa, brings about also interesting whoa. like limitations <laughs> that's deep huh that's deep. Interesting well, limitations on what the devil can cannot perceive. <laughs> and it, 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 by, the, by the standards of this shirt, the devil is Dude, quite easily tricked. There's one episode of the Which, Twilight Zone called think I Think that. of Cliffordville. Or the devil's in it, and it's like, well, mommy mindset, dude, it's all I'll say. But, okay, what's next on the lookbook? All right, next one. This one's pretty good, too. I think this one might be my fave. Sean. These are just t-shirts oh. for, got, for classy guys to wear to like a barbecue. Yeah, yeah. Like so, Labor okay. Day. Again, we're talking another kneeling crusader covered in blood. Yeah, this one's gothic, dude. I might be the black sheep of the family. And 
of the families in Live, Laugh, Love, Fawn. <laughs> I might be the black sheep of the family. They're so But when shit gets real, I'm the one you call. I'm the one is written in like Hollywood video style letters. There's a fucking grip of different like texts. On yeah, no, it's shirt. like every, yeah. every line is in different font. The, yeah, every line is in different font, which is very dope from like a design standpoint. I like that he's, specifically. He's just coated in blood. He, he's absolutely coated in blood. And also kneeling. So, like, the same logic of the first shirt applies to this. The devil. He's murdered the devil, hundreds of people. Yeah, he's murdered hundreds of people, and the devil does not know that he's praying. The in, a, devil, in, a, in a patriotic war. Yeah, right, right, precisely. Um, the devil <laughs> thinks he's won in this shirt, too. Um, but that's kind of a side, a, a side plot. To He's the, the black thing. sheep of the family. I think, yeah, I think right. out of all the shirts that we've selected, this one reveals the most about the wearer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this one, no, it's like my ex-wife might hate me, but she calls me when she gets locked out of the house. <laughs> Which no. really means this, this shirt is very. Q coded, <laughs> yeah. and it, yeah. all it's, it really it, means Italian X as well with the Crusader. Yeah, yeah, very Italian X. What it really means is is the man wearing it wants you to think he has an illegal assault rifle, whether or not he does. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't. He, he probably doesn't. Yeah, it's like, yeah. I'm the like, I'm I'm hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt to my parents. But they call me every Christmas. <laughs> yeah, that's the vibes. Shit gets oh, real. Oh man, this one's on really Christ's good. birthday. That that the, the someone who would wear these shirts would be on Bar Rescue. Oh yeah. Yeah, hundred percent. Brandon oh, or something. Oh my god, this one's really good. Shout out right. to him. This is the next one. Oh yeah, that's a goodie. Oh, that's it. I know what I know what you know. Yeah, that's a goodie. Okay, so this this photo is very pixelated but That's I what can you see. really see what's going on what so, color is the shirt so first the, the shirt is black midnight black midnight black red on the front of it there is it's not quite the iron cross but it's that it's a uh, Jerusalem cross Jerusalem it's a, the cross. Knights Templar cross right the Knights exactly yeah. so a Knights Templar cross in blood red and around it there is white text so a circle surrounding the Knights Templar cross I cannot make out the font around on the front of the shirt. However, on the back, another crusader. This time, no blood. Head also bowed. But this guy has a a piece. <laughs> He's strapped. This crusader is strapped a, up, looks gentlemen. Like a, looks like a Beretta handgun. Okay, yeah, Beretta, a long-barreled handgun. Leaned against his helmet. Also, Leaning. the Beretta also has Jerusalem crosses like engraved oh. into the top of oh, it. Oh, okay, okay. And it that's just, even more Italian X because it's a Beretta, it yeah. looks like. So, oh, yeah. my God. It just became clear. It's not pixelated anymore. The front of it, in the Jerusalem cross, across the center, it says warrior. And then it oh, says no. Sig Sigillium Militum X. <laughs> Expisti. So I think it probably is like Sigma Mindset Warrior yeah. Spirit or something. Yeah. So for all you uh, classicists, for all you Victor David Hansen fans in the comments, uh, tell us what that means in Latin. Right, but then the text of this shirt is very fantastic. So, blessed be the Lord. Um, this is on the back. On where, the back. Where the Crusader is leaning up against his 9mm, which is like, as Ben mentioned, bedazzled with Knights Templar crosses <laughs> that are look presumptively to be made of pure gold. It's very chic. Um, I would like to point out trigger finger is off the trigger. Yeah, trigger, trigger, discipline. Trigger, trigger discipline on Trigger point. discipline tack. Right. Yeah, Tier up. one confirmed at least. Blessed be the Lord, my rock, 
who trains my hands for war right. and my fingers for battle. So epic. Alluding to the coming post-war? Yes. Yeah. His yeah. fingers. Not yeah, his necessarily fi- sure the implications of this one, which makes it so He's much ready more to His hands are ready for war. Right. So what that is saying is, I once punched my brother-in-law at a beach, at, at the beach, playing cornhole, <laughs> but I've also fingered my wife. Yeah. At least once. Yeah. Out of Denny's. This one's insane, Sam. You made a good point off the air. This one looks like that Bugs Bunny meme where he's like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the gun that does. Father, forgive me. Father, forgive me for what I'm about to do. Well, it's like going yeah. for like a Scarface or I'm not yeah. feeling, you But know? I think it really, that pose comes from like the Boondock Saints poster. Yeah, which they're... is a huge movie amongst these guys. Yeah. And I'll tell you, that movie is, is you know, that's a, it's a big deal amongst this crowd. Yeah. Boston, it's huge. Well, it's like vigilante, like yeah. theological mass murderers that you know. And right. Willem Dafoe is like, <laughs> Willem Dafoe in that movie is crazy. He's like, I need my coffee. Yeah, he's, like, good, he's, he's good in stuff. almost everything. Yeah. Willem Dafoe is great in everything he does. He does also hung by you know whatever. That's heard. what they say. Well, the way you can prove it, you can watch Antichrist. I mean, I just like him. Frontal. They I got would... a dick double for that movie. That's oh, really? that's why everyone knows he's hung because allegedly they got a dick double because. Willem Dafoe's piece was so large it distracted from the the shot. Oh, well, I just like him in that Spider-Man movie so much. So awesome. So it's so good. I'm something of a scientist myself. And do, he, walking around that big stupid suit. <laughs> yeah, but I was still scared of it as a kid. He's spooky. So what's next in the lookbook? Alright, next one. This one, these two are pretty good. The last one's probably my, one of my favorite, but the, the one that's coming up... It gives these two it a, are pretty good. Yeah. Okay, so, let's see. Okay, so first we got the Lone Star of Texas, baby. Let's color of the go. shirt. Let's start with the color of the shirt. Shirt. It's not as midnight black as the last one. It's a. Li- it's definitely black, but there's a little more stone gray in there. The shade mm-hmm. is slightly different. It's um, <laughs> it's definitely like a pro club type color. Pro pro club black. Yeah, pro club black. pro club type beat. So this is the Lone Star of Texas again. Another Crusader, giant broadsword in this guy's hand, big ass shield, standing. That's a on- great sword. That's a great sword. That's a great sword. Great I'm sword. gonna have to check you on that. Sorry, but he's also wielding it one-handed. So that's how mighty he is. I mean, he's that's, fucking stacked. He's is... not wielding it to battle. He's thrusting it. Right, right. Yeah. Confusing how the shield's actually gonna come into play when he goes into battle. He'll probably wear the shield on his back. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. you never know. Absolutely. He's, he's, he's watching his six. That's what how medieval warriors watch their six. That makes make a great point. So that's very coherent point. Fate whispers to the warrior. You cannot withstand the storm. Oh, this is, yeah, this is a good one. The warrior whispers back, I am the storm. Again, very Q-coded on this one. I love it. This is a, he's behind, he's in front of the Texas flag. He's in front of the Lone Star of Texas, baby. <laughs> like, that's, let's fucking go. Ted, do you think Ted Cruz owns one of these? Yeah, it, this the brand, I've been trying to figure out the brand of these shirts. The two of them, the, the first, this one and the last one have been from the same brand. It just says War X <laughs> on the arm. Yeah, Ben and I read some of the reviews and they were great. The good reviews were awesome. The reviews, everyone liked them too. Everyone was They pleased. didn't get less than four stars on any of these shirts. They're great. All right, this one is the one. next one. We're going to go rapid fire for the last few ones because these right. are pretty similar. Okay. This is the same Crusader, basically. Yeah, same Crusader in front of a thin blue line. Blue American Lives Matter. Flag, Blue Lives Matter. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil. This is this Support is the, police version. Yeah. This is the most meat and potatoes one because you're just using an actual Bible quote. Butchered, I think, 
Um, Blue Lives Matter. It's just, it's just boom, boom, boom. Yeah, when we say gr- the same Crusader, it's literally the same drawing of the, the same, same art. Crusader. It's yeah. the yeah. same piece of artwork, just with different... Just no Texas flag, Blue Lives Matter. Yeah. Blue Lives Matter like exchange for the Lone Star, yeah. And it's just, it's just, this one is just... You know, this is I like, think the, the Crusader looks way more lit with in the Texas one. Of course, the, 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 this shirt is, is very unimaginative no. in the Crusader genre. I have to say, yeah, this is like Monday through Friday, like casual wear. Yeah, that, you don't wear this to impress your friends. No, no, no you wear the one with the beret. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Or the black sheep. No, you don't wear that one. That one's like the, the black sheep one is like total cuck vibes. Like that's cursed. you yell at your dad. Who's buying these? I love the typefaces. There's so many fucking yeah. typefaces. Yeah, so many fonts. Sans seraf. Seraf. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah, Hollywood Old West. That one's yeah. Hollywood video font. That's, that, that's a really good shirt. That, okay. That's the best. What's, uh, what's at the end here? All right. Last one more. Or two more. Last two more. It offends you until it defends you. Blue, Absolutely. Blue lives, ma- big blue blue lives, lives matter, matter flag. flag. It offends you till it offends you. Shout out to the guy's butt. The yeah, model. I mean, yeah, big the donk is center. Corn stage. fed. Gotta Nebraska, say, Nebraska bread. I can see like a little cross tattoo peeping in. Um, a We the People tattoo on the right arm, cross on the left forearm. It's letting for you know sure. like who's gonna respect you if you wear. That's definitely a member of a couple militias. He's wearing <laughs> yeah. he's wearing some like khaki shorts and he's got a got a big old a trucker hat big old on butt too. his head. Yeah. Big donk. The fucking band of the trucker hat is all the way pushed to the limit. You can mm-hmm. tell you got a big cranium. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Good old boy. Yeah, he's smart. Smart. He's, he's a smart, smart man. Guy. Okay, Big what's next? Alright, next one. This is our last one. We're going out on a bang. Oh, yeah, fuck yeah. Cheryl Pimp Cup with the Blue Lives yeah, Matter. Oh, this is it's like Azzled. Let's go. Yeah. Cheryl with a CH and a Y? What do you Jeez. call those type of cups? Uh, yeah, it's like a it's like a, a plastic tumbler with like tumbler. a bedazzled like sparkle glitter. That's right? what you drink at wine. the lake. Yeah, okay. yeah, that's yeah. your lake cup. When you go to the lake. That's it. That's like either cocktails at the lake or then like or just you're pouring a like glass a bottle of wine in it while you go to your PTA meeting. Right, and then filling it up like at no, okay with that's Coke. a lake cup. That stays in the lake bin, I okay. think. You think? That's a lake cup. I that mean, stays up at the lake. Or yeah, down. It's possible. Because that's like a Midwestern lake cup. Depending where you're yeah. geographically, yeah. I think it could be put in da- daily rotation. No doubt, no doubt. In Texas. Right, I think, yeah. Like D- Dallas-Fort Worth area. Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah that sure. could be a coffee cup. Yeah, and and you make them at Starbucks. You you're make like, them fill that. Yeah, one. fill this up, cuck, yeah. right, right, barista. Because yeah, that's yeah. the thing in conservative stuff is like all oh, liberal baristas. They right. baristas are the least favorite people in the world. <laughs> they, really, they think baristas deep. are subhuman. They think they're baristas like, are deep state operatives. Well, no, they they think they're all like ideological extremists, yeah. like fanatics who are yeah, like, like Marxist, like blue-haired bisexuals, like barista. Like that's the number one go-to of like lame, like Tucker. Not Tucker. He's actually. Whatever. I don't want to say. I've watched the show infrequently. He's like puts together a good show. There's a reason why he's the top guy. He's, a he's top dog. Yeah. 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 But low IQ conservatives, they'll be like, oh, like it's like very 2008. Like, oh, yeah. baristas. Like, what are you gonna do? Listen to your iPod Nano, barista. Right. Yeah. Like, oh, you just uh, bet you just liberal trust fund barista. It's like usually like immigrants like right. working for minimum wage. It's like the the. But that doesn't. The, they don't actually go to these places. What they think it is is like, uh, what it really is is like kind of the uh, 
the heavily tattooed handlebar waxed mustached like mixologist type yeah is that's who, I who think they should a hate. barista is but you go to starbucks it's not who it's you not see. those guys it's not those people it's i like, like the people at starbucks absolutely gonna... you went to high school all of them i mean like if you go to the the you know the starbucks in your town it's a bunch of honest people trying to make a living and corporation you know, might not be the best but the people who work there are pretty chill right right you know i've been going there drive through I, I can't lie to What's you. What's your go-to order at Starbucks? Small black coffee, bottle of water. Oh, okay. Let's go. But let me tell you something. Everyone cried and moaned about full of beans. I didn't like full of beans. Wow. Get your tacky fucking mosaics out of my face. I don't need to see this yeah. shit. You know what I liked? Stir crazy. I was going to say, yeah. full of beans. stir crazy. Yeah. Stir Let's crazy fucking hard. go. Because they were like, no. they were crazy. They were weird. It was all kitschy and shit. There was a cool back but, patio. Yeah. They, weren't, they weren't trying. Full of beans no. was... Was them trying to be stir crazy? Full beans was tried, but falling right. short. It was, it was on some Bohemia vibes, bro. Oh, me, oh, coffee art enlightenment. Whack. I'm gonna get a grande enlightenment, yeah. and also I'm gonna come. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I already did. Yeah. Thank you. I just my friend's playing a ukulele show here later, so I'm just gonna hang. I'm not gonna order anything. Right. I also say shout out to Starbucks sausage, egg and cheese breakfast sandwiches. Oh, that's pretty Far good. superior to McDonald's breakfast I would sandwiches. Have to I would have to disagree with no, that. No, no, there. I swear. Uh, to a McGriddle? I, no, yeah, I'm, I'm not talking McGriddle. You're talking out of I'm not talking McGriddle. I'm talking <laughs> yeah. McMuffin, bro. You eat, like, literally. What? A B taste test a Starbucks sausage, egg and cheese to a sausage, egg and cheese McMuffin from McDonald's. No. And look, I'm a big McMuffin guy. I eat them constantly. I eat them more than I do Starbucks. Lie. But the Starbucks ones are. Good it depends. If you get a fresh one from Starbucks, like they just made it, that can be pretty good. But that's not always gonna happen. And with McDonald's, you get it's quality, it's consistency. And you get it's not it's the company you keep. Egg yeah. McMuffin, hash brown, no, just yeah. orange right. juice. Right. Okay. Look, look, that's Maybe why I'm gonna make griddle and egg McMuffin, and I double fist. So I tell my wife to take the wheel. You dumb bitch. <laughs> See, that's why you're catching me at McDonald's, bro. Like I'm a big I'm a big McD head. Maybe I have a pulmonary heart attack on the 101. Wait, okay, listening so to Rush Limbaugh. May God rest his soul. May God rest his soul. Hey, R.I.P. Rush Limbaugh. If you're listening, you got to drink, pour one out for um, one of the best rappers of this generation. Which which one of these shirts do you think Rush would wear? Rush Limbaugh? The devil I, saw me with my head down and thought he had won until yeah. I said amen. That is big mm. Rush energy, I think, dude. Also, he might just... All bloody? Yeah, that's it. I think, actually, yeah. I, I can't I can't think of yeah, yeah that's it that's it yeah, that's yeah it. that was a pretty good call. that was a good call okay now that Sean another qu- another question for you hey quit barking which Sean which one of these shirts would you wear to walk through the Silver Lake Air one in you have to wear one of them oh. and you cannot say it's ironic you can't say I'm doing it for a bit it's a joke for a podcast you have to wear one of these shirts sunny day. High noon Saturday. Yeah. Crowded, wowded. Crowded. No, you gotta go to the Malibu Whole Foods. You gotta go to the Malibu Whole Foods. And then do the Silver Lake thing. Yeah. All right, okay, so we're talking Malibu Whole Foods. And not just run in and buy a bottle of water. You gotta fill your cart. I gotta gotta fill my cart and I gotta get juice from the counter. Oh, yeah. yeah. All right, and so, okay, let's let's hit a scene. It's Saturday. I'm about to go to work. I gotta be. I gotta be at work. No, there's no time limit. There's no time limit. No, you're saying on on my Saturday. Okay, so I'm off. I'm Saturday off. This is your job today. Okay. (laughs) This. Okay. Where you're being paid. You're being paid, but you have to pick one of these to make the money. You have to pick one of these shirts. Right. Go to Malibu Whole Foods. Walk the aisles. Fill your cart. Can't. Can't tell anyone it's ironic. Crusader with the Beretta. Okay. Easy money. Because I'll tell you why. A. 
I, what, I is, am, what does the words on that one say? The, the Crusader with the Beretta shirt reads, Blessed be the Lord, my rock, who trains my hands for war That's and my heavy. fingers for battle. Dude, right. Malibu Whole Foods on a Saturday? Oh, I'm rocking up. My fingers no for war? <laughs> Dude, I mean... That's the tier zero mind. That's the tier zero Look, credo. So... <laughs> the oath. That's the oath. That's what I was we, about to we, say. We cut you, we make you, like, do a Blood Brothers thing <laughs> with, with fucking Donald Trump Jr. <laughs> at, a lake, at a lake house. Oh, Look, I'll tell you what I'm doing. I'm buying a double XL. I wear a large, baby. I wear a large t-shirt. I'm getting a double XL of this t-shirt. Big ass shirt. I'm so rock. the graphic is bigger. Yeah, exactly. So the graphic is bigger, bro. So one, I am virtue signaling that I am pro 2A and I have an illegal weapon in my yeah. car yeah. right now. In the, in the toolbox in the back of the truck. Right. B, not a drive truck, I drive a, a Honda Element for sure. <laughs> in, in this in this scenario. The, the, the strap's under the seat in the Honda. No, you pop the trunk, there's an RPD with a drum bag. Right. Oh, yeah. So... Four grip. One oh, yeah. pro slide, two a. slide of hand. Which is true. B, right, I'm I'm saying I'm a poster. Like I'm not only do I have the strap, <laughs> I'm going to post on you. I'm in Barry Weiss's comment section asking her As you, you know what I'm at, you know what I always be asking Barry Weiss. The real Twitter heads know this. C <laughs> <laughs> C Yeah it's, Of course I have proper I have Trigger discipline, bro. Yeah, that, that's the most that's important tapped. message to say. Yeah, I mean, the tapped. way he's holding the gun, his finger is like finger off, up. Finger, finger off, off the trigger. Off the trigger. trigger discipline is, I mean... But I gotta best. say, as someone who adheres to his own Sigma male rules of engagement, you gotta keep that finger on the trigger out all the time. <laughs> Safety off one in the chamber, because you never know <laughs> when the baristas are gonna come for you, dude. True, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, look, ben, what shirt would you wear? Whole Foods, or you live in Silver Lake anyway. Yeah, so I'll do the. I'll, your I'll, scenario, you're in Silver Lake. Yeah. Oh, but it's man. also Saturday, and it's a sunny day. People are out, and it's in September, so it's not too hot. People are out, and it's like 4 p.m. Moby is walking his dog. I don't know. It's a tough call for no, me. No, no. Not only are you in Silver Lake, you have to have an interaction with Phoebe Bridgers. Whoa. Not just saying hi. You're somehow having like a. It's a situation where you're forced to interact. Right. Elevator, maybe. Her dog bites you. Yeah. yeah. Phoebe no, no. Fender Bender. <laughs> Fender oh Bender. God. You have to exchange information with Phoebe Bridgers. What shirt do you walk out of the I, car wearing? Because okay. she's going to like... Yeah. Okay. She might call the police on you. <laughs> I'm going to be wearing the one where it says I might be the black sheep of the family. <laughs> <laughs> but when shit gets real, I'm the one you call. You because, just got a new girlfriend. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's Sigma mindset. Yeah. That shirt. Oh. <laughs> she respect the quirky typeface. She, yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she would be would blinded by the artistic flair. <laughs> yeah. She would miss the bloody crusader. I think that one. I mean, that's a real. That really tells you what I'm all about. Yeah. Well, you're the black sheep of the family. When the shit gets but real. When shit gets real. Right. right. Who are they gonna call? Yeah, me. It's a fucking you. Idiot. Not gonna call one of the lames in the family. No, they're, they're gonna, gonna call, call the tier zero the operator. <laughs> yeah, kneeling. All right. So give me a scenario, all right. and I'll tell you which one I'll wear and why. Sam, you are visiting Malibu. You're going. You're going for a stroll on the beach, but you got to keep your shirt on because you're a little sunburned. Okay, I could be in Ojai. Too. Okay, yeah, you could be in Ojai. You're going no, to no, I'm Malibu. Sir, what beach? Check this out. Okay, okay. no, no, Sean's got it. Sean's got it. Check this out. All right, you are in Rainbow Bridge. Okay, home turf. It's 5 p.m. on a hot summer day. Let's like today. You spent the day at the beach. You've been swimming. You've been swimming consistently. 
your shoulders are broad. I haven't been to the beach in a while, but this is a scenario where I'm in back. This, this is like in the future. You're back. Because right. I have some problems with my feet, but once that, okay. Your hair is blonde. You've been swimming. Your shoulders are looking large. Your chest is looking big. How do I look now, though? You look fantastic okay. now. You, yeah, well, I mean, I'm envisioning you exactly the same way. But I'm, pu- I'm putting you okay. into y- okay. your mindset. This is me. Your body. This, no, this is a bigger, sexier, better me. I'm a better right. me right now. Exactly. You're bossed up. I'm I'm a better Sam Bean. But you've been at the beach. I'm me once I'm once the right. Yeah. Okay. So you've been at the beach all day and you got a little sunburn. Not gonna lie. I'm I am white. So you got your shirt on. But I'm not. I'm a good me. Right. So can I have like? Do I have an earring? Yeah, you have an earring. And a Tesla. No Tesla. Okay. But you try yet. Do people think I'm cool? Yeah. People think you're very cool. Do like cool, like do like cool guys like hit me up? Yeah, all of them. And they're like, "Hey, we're going to do the thing at the Topo Brewing." Like you're totally. You're at your your regular Topo Brewing company. You're, this is this is a this is like an alternate universe town. version of me. Yeah, you're who is cool. You're Ultra Sam in this. Okay, universe. this is the version of me that is gonna. Okay. Right. Yeah. Okay. So, you're in Rainbow Bridge. Wow, this you is hard because I'm not even me. You order a smoothie. <laughs> Damn, this is difficult. Right? You order your your normal juice. Okay. You say what's up. Well, I would get the, I would get the um. What'd you get? The matcha matcha man. Okay, so you get a matcha matcha man. But usually I take them home. But I guess in this scenario, I'm not. It doesn't matter. I'm not as neurotic because normally I take them home and then add weird powders to them in the kitchen. You can and sell the weird like, powders. What but check this. Okay. So you order your smoothie. Yeah. You give a wink and a gun to the. The fine lady behind oh, making the smoothie geez. behind the counter. No, a gun? Finger gun. Finger, Two finger or one finger, finger one gun? One finger, baby. Come on. Not a big barrel? No, that's no. like you're going to... That's like no, gonna that's sh- bad. We're gonna, yeah. You know, it's right there. So, yeah. Do I make the noise, You're too? bossing it up. Hey, click with the, oh, the side of your mouth. Wow. And you give a wink. You're Sam with an earring in this scenario. That's oh, what you yeah. would do. Wow. They call your smoothie. Wow. Macho, macho man. For Sam. For Sam. Or do I go like Samuel? Who walks up? Do I go like Samuel? Who walks up oh. to take it? Who? None other than Gwyneth Paltrow on a little Ojai getaway. She's just come she's, back from the spa. She's doing a goop getaway. She's doing a goop getaway and she's oh, she's no. snuck out from the goop getaway because it's no. gotten a bit to be a little too much. No. And she takes your order. Yeah. She takes it? She takes your she, order because she, she ordered the same thing. No, she doesn't go for it. She just takes it. She she takes your it order. It was a mistake because she orders a mistake. Matcha she orders well, one too, so. but after you. Yeah. And then you walk she jumped up. the line. Oh Go. well. What do you? And what shirt am I wearing? What, what shirt, shirt are you wearing? wearing? How are you handling this conversation? Oh my god. Oh, you can review no. the selection. Okay. Review choices. Okay. Now this one that we saw. Describe it for the listeners. Sean didn't do this one. No, we didn't do this one. I skipped this one. This is a bonus one. Okay, so here's a shirt that we missed during our reviews. Crusader. Blood only on his cape. Not on his armor. Still a pristine tunic. This guy's armor is extra heavy. It looks heavier than the other Crusaders. He has the breastplate and everything else, but he's also got spikes coming off of his shoulders and forearms. So he's like he's like a like a gnarly guy. And it says it's a blue, navy blue. In a white typeface, it says, Be without fear in the face of your enemies. Be brave and upright, that God may love thee. Speak the truth always, even if it leads to your death. Safeguard the helpless and do no wrong. In this case, uh, the helpless says, is your smoothie. It says, Arise a knight. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm wearing that one, dude. Yeah. Because it's like... 
It says, safeguard the hell, please. <laughs> <laughs> Do no wrong. So, but after no, no, because, no, listen, shirt, because, listen, hire you as listen, listen to this, because me, not cool me, the actual real me, what I would do, regardless of what shirt I'm wearing, if that happened, I would let her take it, and I would just take hers. Yeah. That's beta mindset. Yeah. And that is actually what I would do. I have to confess. I have to be 100 <laughs> with the listeners. That's what I would do, too. Yeah, the Sigma that I say I am, we all know that's it's a an bit. honor. Yeah. We all know that's a bit. Okay? It's an honor persona, yeah, folks. It's, it's We're cool. peeking behind the curtains yeah, here. You're seeing the naked face of the man. So... That's what I do in real life. But in this scenario, where I am a Sigma male, right, Ultra where, Sam. where guys do text me to go to Tubba Brewing Company with them, right? Yeah. In this scenario, where I can do all sorts of tricks on a skateboard, but I don't do them, but I can. Right. Brendan's a little afraid of me in this scenario. Right. A little. Not a lot. A little bit. In, in awe of you. No, he's yeah. afraid. Okay. There's a little fear <laughs> when he sees me. Okay. And so I'm wearing this shirt that says "Safeguard the Helpless and Do No Wrong," and I'm just I'm just saying, man, man, not Miss Paltrow. I don't know who. I don't, I'm not gonna pretend like I don't know who you are, ma'am. I believe that's my smoothie, and I'll show her the ticket. I have proof right here. This isn't. I have proof. I have documentation. I'm gonna make sure that the employee is is looking. You get work done. Yeah, we're good. So I need a witness. We have a third party. We can verify this. And I'm gonna have to. T- I'm gonna take my smoothie because I have places to be, and I can't just wait around all day. I'm not gonna say that, but I'm gonna. I'm gonna say it with my you're body in, language. You're right? you're with with your my eyes. body language. And I'm like, sorry, ma'am. I think that's no. I'm not. I'm not gonna apologize. What do I have to apologize for? Yeah. I didn't do anything wrong. She did. She did. You were absent-minded. You got your Marvel money. You. You, you know. You know. Stand out. Okay, now this is what she says. She says, oh, I'm very sorry, sir, but I'm very busy. Do you mind if I just take this one because yours is coming? That's tricky because she didn't admit she did something wrong. Normally, I if, if there was... What's the shirt say? What's if, the shirt if say? If there was an admission of guilt, I would have let her go. But she is not... There's, You have to do no wrong. And she has done wrong. She's wronged you. And she needs to confess Yeah. in the Templar tradition. So I can't let that slide. say, well, that's just not, that's just not going to be an option because that's my smoothie. I already paid for it. Right. And so then, I've introduced the market into the game now. Mm-hmm. So now I'm like, okay, economics. And then. Do you want to talk numbers? Gwyneth looks to the person behind the counter. And the fair, the fair lady. Right, who, who you I have to defend. Who knows, the fair lady, and she says... Who I have to defend. Um, excuse me, are you going to do anything about this? To to the poor young lady behind the okay, counter who's her, just doing her job. Her reaction is what gauges... So what does she do? She kind of shrinks back and doesn't say... And looks to you and looks to the shirt. The beacon and Pope on my shirt. And then I say... Don't... What do you... Oh, no, I'm like... Oh, that's she put me in a corner. But I have to safeguard the helpless. Safeguard the helpless. Safeguard the helpless. I'm like, there's. I'm like, well, okay. If I was actually, if normal Sam was involved in this situation, if I hadn't been a total beta 
and but I could try to gone for it. At this point, I'd be like, whoa, whoa, hey, chill out. But I, that's not me. No, you're I, ultra sad. Yeah, and with, when you put the shirt on, sure. you're the like alternate universe. You're bound. Your yeah. hands are bound yeah. by, yeah. by, by, by the morals. Yeah, I <laughs> arise at night. Right. So I'm, I'm like, there's no need to involve her in this. You were wrong. It's not a big deal. I just need my smoothie. I gotta get out of here. No, I just need my smoothie. No. You know, look. Hey, I don't need to involve her in this. Does she kind of snap at her? She snaps at her. She snaps at her a little little bit. Definitely on on a very, you know who I am. Do something about this. She snaps at her. I'm going to say, hey, watch your tone. Chill out. I might say chill out, but I'm going to chill out. Hey, watch your tone. Cool cool out. A little bit of edge. I'm going to say cool out. Cool out. Just... Yeah, that's what I'm gonna say. Cool out. Right. You guys could grab this movie. No, 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 no. I'm not gonna touch her in that situation because I understand lawsuits. Right. Because my brother, my cousin, is a lawyer, and I sell cars, and I sell Dodge cars, and he's uh, the the lawyer of my dealership. Sold thirty Dodge Challengers this year. Yeah, I'm. I'm. Employee of the month and boss. Okay. I'm Jim and Pam. So now, Gwen. <laughs> yeah. Think about that. Looks to, looks to the uh, the juice the juice bar operator, and then looks back to you. Looks down at the shirt. Looks back up at you, straight into your eyes. Uh huh. And she says, "Why don't we both take this smoothie, and we can have it at my hotel room?" No mindset. Give me my smoothie, dude. At that point, I'm just like... Exactly. I'm not going to say I'm flattered. I'm just like, just give me this movie. Exactly. Charlatan! No, I'm going to say, just hand me this movie. She hands over the smoothie. And I'm out. And you're out. A, cru- a crusade. We've reclaimed the Holy Land. <laughs> and with that, the Iberian it, it was a really, reclaimed. It was a really good idea to do that. That's why they had to try it nine times and lost <laughs> eight out of nine. The Crusades, really good idea. Pope Urban II was like, why these motherfuckers gotta talk so much shit? Lord forgive me for what I'm about to do. He, did, he, did, he put his gun to his, his Pope hat and was like, these trifling ass Muslims. Now I gotta go and tell my boys to tool up. That's the exact quote. Right. You know, I, I learned that in Sunday school. And then they had to tool up. And go launch eight feudal wars, nine, and only win one. I believe is how it worked, because they set up like little micro states for a while, but they like failed and were overrun. Yeah, I'm not much of a crusades. Uh, Nor am I, but it's it's kind of a bad vibe. To have <laughs> yeah. Crusader imagery. It's yeah. a really fucking. Like, I feel like any image of like a crusader or the or the uh, Jerusalem cross is just a dog whistle. No, all those shirts are so racist. Yeah, you <laughs> might as well get like the Totenkampf. Like, yeah, just get a swastika the, shirt. Yeah, just yeah, be a man. Black set adjacent. And get the get the swastika if you're gonna. You know, don't be a bitch about it. Let me know where you stand at least. Right, yeah. right. Man, be playing footsie with white power. Yeah. Just cross, the, cr- break on through. Why, yeah. Break on through to the other side, baby. Why are you fucking injecting ambiguity in what you're trying to say? You know? yeah. Be clear. At, yeah. le- at the very least, the very have least, some clarity of just, intention. Just keep it 100, even if you're that guy. That's it, yeah. Yeah, you know. All right. Well, is there uh, anything else we should I think do to we've close out the all. show here? Yeah, I think we've covered it all. We've had a, a great episode with our good friend, friend of the show, Sean Edwards. We're super happy to have you here. Glad we could record one with you. Yes, it was a pleasure. 
pleasure and a, and a honor and a privilege. Uh, yeah, honor and a privilege to so, do this with honor you. Well, this has been a great episode, and this has been an episode of the 805 In Revolt podcast. I'm your host, Ben Cohen. I'm Sam Bean. And we are here with guest, Sean Edwards. All right, have a good night. Drive safe. Stay safe, folks. Good night, everybody. Bye.